Back to another episode of Comic BS. I hope you're all well. Happy New Comic Book Day to you, and a very merry whatever. Um, I don't know. Anyone who has been listening now for the last however many episodes there is of this show, I don't even know what number we're at anymore. Mm. Mm, knows I love my coffee. Yum yum yum. Did I say I'm beige? Hi, I'm beige. I can't remember. Anyway, who cares? It's not about me, it's about comic books. So, um, yeah, like I said, anyone who's been listening for the last, you know, X amount of episodes or whatever knows that I am a big, uh, dirty punk at heart and that I love my punk rock and all sorts of shit like that. Um, now, I'm also a huge fan of the artist... Max Bemis, as in Say Anything or any of the numerous other musical things he's done, and as you guys know from past episodes that I am a fan of his writing as well. So basically, if Max Bemis writes it, I will read it, I will listen to it. If he was to paint it on the side of a building, I would look at it. If he was to tattoo it on his cock, I would probably look at it as well. I love me, Max Bemis. The guy is seriously fucking talented and seriously fucking twisted. That's all I can say. So, Max Bemis has a new comic book out. Whoop, whoop, yeah. Um, Which, look, to be honest, it's fucking awesome because it's Max Bemis, but I'll let you guys be the judge. Now, I'm not going to do what I've fallen into doing, which is just like uh, old school beige reads. What I'm going to do is actually explain this comic in and out because it is fucking so worthy of explanations and there is so much writing in it that I can't be fucked reading at all because it's Max Bemis and he writes like a champion. So, like I said... Max Bemis has uh, teamed up again with the Boom Studio guys. Um, he's got a new comic book out called Lucy Dreaming. This is issue one. Yes, that's right. Another uh, comic BS issue one edition. <laughs> it's illustrated by Michael Delanius and it's colored by Colin Bell. And the cover is by Michael Delanius as well. And the front cover is just... It's... um. I don't know, It's it looks kind of like you're going to be picking up a, you know, pre-teen, early teen comic book. It just, it just has that feel with like the sort of um, bright pinks and yellow colours and there's a uh, sort of a ghosting of a girl sitting at a school desk drawing on a piece of paper or writing on a piece of paper and then around her is like a full Star Wars style battle. There's these like androidy looking fucks with big guns. There's a chick with a blazing sword um, or very similar to a lightsaber and there's a heap of fucking like you know, TIE fighter X-wing looking things flying around. 
Um, I, I especially like how they've flown over the uh, Lucy Dreaming riding at the top there, and it's got the shadowing. That's fucking, I reckon that's really good. And we have issue one of five. So this may be another one of those continuation books because it's fucking Max Be. <laughs> Pardon me. Because it's fucking Max Bemis and, well, I love me some Max Bemis. So, let's turn into it. Starts off as a girl telling a story at a kitchen table eating her breakfast. I like the um, the salt and pepper shakers at the bottom have a happy face for the, uh, I'm guessing it's the salt and an angry face for the pepper. Um, I say that because the way that salt shakers are over here is we have more holes for pepper and less holes for salt, and that's how it's drawn there. I'm not sure how it is everywhere else in the world. There's a little uh, note on the fridge says school is overrated. There's a calendar on the fridge. There's a couple of unicorn magnets and a um, magnet of a creature beast going, meh. Um, so this girl's reading a book, Rena and the Scarlet Messenger. That's a very angry looking girl on the front cover of the book, um, with the sword and fighting dragons and stuff. And this chick's reading out the story to, I would assume at this stage, uh, maybe brothers, sisters, parents or whatever. Uh, I know who it is cause I've been reading it. Um, she's like, well, if you really want to know, and she goes through it all and talking about the world and, you know, I think they're going to eat him next, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so she's explaining what's going on in the book and she's got her fucking knife, which is really weird that she has a knife if she's eating cereal, but you know, each to their own. And she's got it up like, I'm going to stab you. And I love the way it's fucking drawn as well. It's, it's sort of like, I don't know, kind of Rugrats-ish, but, um, I don't know, even a bit more twisted than Rugrats. So they turn the page, and it appears to be mum and dad, and they look at each other in shock. It's like, dad's eating his breakfast, he's a bit all nervous, and he's like, I thought you were going to read that vampire book with the kissing, and he puts it into his mouth, and the mum's like, oh, all in shock and shit. And then the uh, girl spits out her cereal, and she's like, oh, fucking hell, I was about to puke and all sorts of shit. Uh, good to see you still haven't grasped the concept of sarcasm, Pops. I am not reading that shit. Um, there is a line in there that I really love. I'm not going to grow up to be a fully formed person by literally digesting excrement. I feel like they're talking about Twilight. Um, I watched those books, and I, 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 I'm with her. Um, watched those books, yep, I watched those movies, I, I promised my wife I would go and see them with her, I had no idea there was going to be more than one when I made this promise, um, but yeah, turns out she knew, um, and he's like, ah, I told you I was getting better because she's saying that it's improved, and then she starts writing uh, in, this, this, I love this boss, she's got her head on her hand, and she um, got a I won't read the whole thing, but I'll do little inserts here and there. Dear fake blog, I will never publish online because I judge bloggers. But I'm also too pretentious to call you a diary. And then what's really weird is up the top here, there's like a key next to a flower pot. Like, I don't know. It just seems really like signposting-ish, but we'll, we'll see. I don't know. It's not in this issue. It might might be that I've missed it. I don't know. So she's now um, at school and she's talking about how she's fucking um, just going to sit and read her book and, and escape from the world. Now, it feels like uh, this character Lucy might um, be based on Max Bemis's daughter and he might be writing her as if um, she has some of the same social issues as he does. And I'm not sure if she does or not, but um, 
So it's got her reading the book in class, and everyone is staring at her. Like, she just looks angry, and everyone's just, like, looking at her like, you fucking weird freak, and there's people laughing and passing notes, and girls looking back at her, and dudes staring at her, and it just appears that everyone is paying attention to it. Now, whether they really are or not, that's a whole other thing, because if you suffer from some of the things that this Lucy in this comic book is suffering from, you often think, if somebody even looks near you, that they're talking bad about you, or that, you know, there's bad thoughts, or so it's never anyone's looking at you thinking nice things, it's always people staring at you thinking the worst of the worst of the worst. So, um, unfortunately, I'm really good at dealing with the people who deal with this. Um, so just going through the whole story again, um, very similar to the character that was in the, um, Polarized. Polarized? I can't remember the name of that comic book now. Mm, it's another Max Bemis book anyway. The bipolar one. You guys know, episode, whatever. Um, okay, so she's going on about it and it's like, now I can see it. Sackmore Blevinet, Belvins will be distracted from eating his booger by her outfit, talking about the girl in front. Remember when people started naming their kids crap like Sackmore? We're basically teenagers now. Thanks for that Generation X. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I think some names are really stupid. Uh, so she's banging on about it all. And she's like, but I kind of like these girls, you know, the ones that um, you know, I respect them. They get around the whole time, they kicking butt and sports and debating things, and, you know, don't, I don't really care about it, but, you know, science, and I just think that's all whack and boring, but she respects them because they're into it. Uh, the only thing I can get down with is English class, it's a place where I feel challenged, I can leave, I can live in the stories, nothing exists without my observation and selective appreciation. I tend to favour superpowered chicks conveying their inner strength, overpowering that the crap of the world has buried for them. Shocking, right? And then she's now, uh, so that was in English class, she's got a hand raised and the teacher's talking to her and she's really engaged. Well, all the other kids are now looking away, so no one's focused on her anymore because she is centre of attention. So, of course, when they step into the limelight, in their mind, everyone turns away and switches off. And then we get to the bus, and she's still reading the book on the bus. So, a different book actually. It's been a different book every time. I just noticed that's really, that's really good. She's she, she reads a lot of books. Um, so these girls are way cooler. Even a lady president, Wall Street business chick. They have swords and dawn capes and straight up murder. The competition. So we go through and. We now get back to her house and she's getting ready for bed. She's brushing her teeth. She's got her toothbrush going and then she looks in the mirror and her eyes are gold. Like her pupils are gold. And she spits it in the mirror and she's like, "Uh, what the heck? And she's like, "Uh, what is this, some sort of fucking more period bull? I thought I was fully briefed. And she looks really pissed off and she's like, got these like piercing gold eyes. It's fucking crazy. Mmm, coffee. So she goes to bang on her um, parents' door. Boom, boom, boom. Mum, we need to talk now. And then this fucking like weird glowing light is around the door. It's like, watch with the weird flashes of light. Are you guys taking pictures in there? Oh, sleeping. It comes from the other side of the door. Yeah, clearly not. Ew. And then it's like, she goes back to her bedroom. She's like, I can't even control themselves. Like proper organized perverts. 
I don't have time for this. She goes into her bedroom. And she's like, okay, here we go. Sits down. She's going to read Star Saga. And she's like, thanks God for the mad scientist parents who can't keep their hands off each other. She starts fucking falling asleep with the book on her and she's drooling and she's closing her eyes and then her eyes do this weird blast thing and then Eleanor she's like all weird lines and shit and her eyes are gold and she wakes up and there's a gun in front of her as a uh, crazy fucking weird ass monster thingy next to her it's like two arms and a big crazy fucking mustache looking head thing uh, there's a dude shooting over a wall and he's like, get your head on straight princess and fucking like what the fuck this chick Lucy now looks different and she's wearing like an imperial fucking uniform of some description and she's being referred to as Princess Fadara this is not time to space out uh, says the big fucking weird dude that's mostly mustache and she's like whoa 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 don't smack me dream freak pushes him over so just because I'm asleep doesn't mean I'm a pushover and she actually pushes him away I was trying to say and then realizes she's in the middle of a fucking space battle on a fucking spaceship. So she's asleep. She's normally usually... And she's talking about how she usually normally wakes up by now. Uh, as soon as she realizes she's dreaming, she's awake. And then this fucking um, big monster dude's like, Yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. You're shell-shocked. What, let's just get in the fucking game. And he's got his two fucking arms. One arm's talking to her. One arm's throwing a grenade. One arm's holding onto the wall. The other one's oh, like grasping the wall. And he's like, will you just grab that fucking gun and get it over with? And she's like, well, this thing looks as goofy. So she picks up this giant gun and then pew, 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 pew. She fucking lasers over the wall and then splats these fucking weird cyborgy looking things in the fucking helmets. And then, and she's like, ha ha, brutal. And then the fucking dude takes his helmet off and it's like three-eyed. Kind of looks a bit like... um, What's his name from, um, Chunk, from Chunk? No, not Chunk. Uh, the fucking weird, awful-looking thing from the Goonies. Um, weird, awful-looking thing. The dude who's deformed from the Goonies, and he pulls off his helmet. He's got three eyes, kind of looking like that, big fucking tongue. He's all green and shit. He's like, oh, get my neck! Oh, the nose scraping me apart, the veins are shearing pain. Starts throwing up everywhere. And she's like, whoa, that's actually really realistic and fucking disturbing. And the guy's like, reaching forward and just like all dying and shit and it's like bowels releasing I'm never gonna see my children again uh. and she has a bit of a freak out and she's like I am not fucking doing this I don't know what sort of weird fucking thing my subconscious has cooked up this time and this fucking dude looks like for her young Ashley J. Williams kind of next to her and he's like starts all starstruck in love with her and shit and she's all she's there just going uh what the fuck's going on he's like look you know princess we cannot fucking be together it's just not allowed to happen she's like yeah because you're like fucking old and i'm 13 uh and you would go straight to jail she's obviously older in dream time obviously because you know you guys have all gone to comicsology and bought this or gone to your local comics bookstore and bought it or knocked on max bemis's door and said hey can i have a copy of lucy dreaming to borrow so i can um read that on comic bs because um you live next door to max bemis and he's a champion uh wouldn't that be fucking awesome i'd love to live next door to max bemis we'd be all like hey hey and then go on with our day yeah, that, <laughs> that's probably how it would be. So he starts banging on about how he fucking, 
he's one with the wind life or some shit like that and he cannot uh, fall in love. He cannot act on his feelings, whether those feelings are good or those feelings are bad. He is just all about the eternal life breath and explaining how beautiful she is. While he's explaining this, there's fucking monster dudes dying left, right, and center. A guy with a big fucking, uh, who's more mustache than monster. He's at the front there with a cigar in his mouth now. Fucking big gun pointing out. And the uh, young Ash J. Williams, um, Brack Landon. Landon, his name is. He's all like, uh, okay, yep, cool, whatever. Uh, and I think we had a name for the big mustache man, but I pretty sure I glossed over it, and he's, she's all like, what do you mean, I'm fucking beautiful, and then she spots herself in a reflection, she's like, whoa, dream me looks good, so she's like an older version of herself, and then you just hear her out of the corner, the princess, we must hurry, and then she gets fucking dragged off, so at this very moment, a swarm of starships are attempting to destroy the the Huxley, my pride and joy, our ride home, and then the Huxley is like fucking the spaceship, uh, it's, it's a pretty cool looking ship, uh, it kind of looks a little bit like, say, if you imagine, um, Black Manta's helmet, but squished, and then with a little bit of, um, like, cannon fodder on the side, uh, it's a pretty cool looking ship. Uh, then you've got this giant fucking literal starship. If anyone's read any Coheed and Cambria, it kind of looks like something from that, from the uh, uh, Eight Worlds or Nine Worlds or whatever it is. Um, very similar looking to that. Um, described really well in some of the Coheed and Cambria songs as well. Uh, so, turning the page there... So that ship was being engulfed by the starship, and then it's almost like a fucking old school video game. They're running down a hallway, and they're shooting things in front. They're shooting things behind. It's it's um very not Mortal Kombat, the other one where they kung fu each other down. Fucking hell, not Black Dragon. Jesus Christ, that's gonna hurt. There was an awesome bad movie about it. Um, holy shit, Double Dragon. Yeah, did I say Double Dragon? I don't know, anyway, Double Dragon, that one, yeah, it's fucking cool, uh, so we've got the dudes, they're shooting left, right, and center, it's, you know, just fucking Duke Nukem meets Double Dragon, and he's like, you're lucky you chose me for this mission, I'm obviously suited for it, says Ash J. Williams, or Brack, or whatever you want to call him, and she's like, what, running down a hallway and shooting at things, and she's fucking running past, so we've got the dudes getting shot in the face by, uh, Ash J. Williams, uh, then you've got Ash J. Williams, and then you've got uh, Lucy, Princess, Princess Lucy running down the thing, and then you've got Big Mustache Man in front, leaning back, shooting his big fucking cock cannon, and he's like, don't mock his impressive mass- mastery of the life wind, and then he fucking decides he's going to start to use his brain, and she's like, this is weird, you run next to him, and she pushes Mustache Man back to him. And he starts fucking using his mind to open some sort of rift or something. The big dude in front shoots and he's trying to like move the laser. So he's going to stop the laser from uh, hitting her. Stop it direct in the path so she gets shot at. He fucking puts her in some weird fucking thing and holds the laser back at the same time because his mind's that powerful and... She gets shot right in the fucking arm, and he's like, oh, you forgive me, it's like, my fucking raging hard-on for you made me concentrate a little bit less, and and you got shot, fuck me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mustache man's like, consulting him, and she's like, easy for you, fucking brack, you jerk, it feels like a hyena bite, Jesus Christ, and she's like, dang it, I never felt anything like this before, this doesn't feel 
right? This doesn't feel like a fucking dream. And she's realized that it might not be a dream. Next thing you know, his fucking general Wraith is in front of them and he comes down. He's like, ah, you think you fucking found me? I brought you to me. I wanted you to find me. Blah, blah, blah. Words, words, words. Your fucking arrogance is outmatched. And then, uh, so fucking shoots a little boom. As Jay Williams throws this sword towards Lucy, he's like, ah, you go, you got this princess. And she's like, you fucking coward piece of shit. Um, she's like, this isn't a dream and I'm going to die. So she goes up against fucking big, uh, mon- mon- monster mash man. And he's all fucking big clad and caped and look, looking like a fucking really awesome Star Wars character that never existed. And she's like, you called me fucking space wench? What the fuck? And she's like, that's it. Hell no. She starts fighting him. Full lightsaber battle going on there. He's always like, wait a second, wait a second. There's something familiar about you. And she's like, you're a grown woman. But now I can see it. It's it's you. My God, after all this time, he takes his helmet off and there's a man behind it. A fucking really old man. She's like, yeah, don't fucking pretend you know me. All this sort of shit. He's like, after all this time, another dreamer. It's like, are you going to hit on me now? And she's like, no, of course not. No, this is a fucking dream. But... You gotta get out. I know who you are. You must be Lucy. I knew your father. It's time to fucking get out. You've you've been here for too long. You've you've become. I've become confused. I've been here. Maybe. Uh, fuck, Lucy. You need to wake up. This is and this is not a dream. We're somewhere else. And then get shot. And fucking Zap Brannigan. Fucking Brack. <laughs> London shoots him right in the fucking chest. Like, dude, you shot him in the fucking chest. He's like, uh, so? She's like, so? So? Starts screaming on about, he's my fucking way out of here. He was saying that he's fucking, I'm 13 year old child. This guy can help me get out of here. It was a dream. What the fuck? And then he grabs, but now he's dead. And then fucking grabs his fucking, grabs her legs. She's like, I'm not dead yet. And he looks up at her. He's like, I was useless where I came from. Now I dreamt myself here and I'm a hero. I got lost. I got separated. Ugh, I had a family. I met her. And so basically this dude came into this world, met a fucking chick in his dream, fell in love, had a kid, and they decided because of the fucking life wind religion shit, he can't have this. So they fucking took the wife away, took the kid away. I think they killed the kid. I can't remember. Yeah, I think they killed the kid and they imprisoned the wife. And they sold the newborn into slavery. There we go. Uh, and she, Lucy's like, hang on, wait, 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 wait. You guys made this motherfucker like this? You guys are the fucking bad guys, you pieces of shit. And then she punches him in the face and starts screaming at him. It's like, I'll tell you one more thing, mister. I'm a fucking surly. I'm surly. I'm cranky. I'm com- I complain constantly and I hate myself and how I look. But I won't be st- your stupid Kendar. I have a little thing called heart and I'm proud of it. And she fucking screaming at this motherfucker and then she starts to fizzle in and out of existence. She's like, oh, it's happening now. Whoa, 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 whoa. And she's like, and then just disappears. And then the fucking um, Brack is standing there looking at Big Mustache Man. He's like, uh, was it something I said? And then she's in her bed and she's got her fucking gold eyes and she's looking around and daddy and mummy are sitting over the top of her. And Daddy says, hey, kiddo, can't help but notice those golden peepers. You had a dream that wasn't really a dream, didn't you? And she's all dazed and shit, and she sits up, and she's looking pretty fucking shocked, and Mum's looking mum's looking real fucking calm. And Dad looks at her and says, I think it's time we gave you the talk to be continued. Fuck me, Max Bemis. You know how to write some awesome shit. Seriously. 
Um, if anyone, I want to get Max Bemis on this show and I want to tell him all about his comic book. So if anyone has any connections to Max Bemis, let me know. Um, I'm going to hit him up as well because I would really love to fucking talk to him about this. Uh, I would really love to say, let me phrase that, talk at him about this because let's be honest, that's what I do. So if you guys know of Max Bemis, uh, get out there and fucking read some of his shit, uh, seriously, if you are into any form of music at all, go listen to his shit, the guy is a fucking musical genius, I know I've said it before, and I'll say it again, and again, and again, he cannot do any wrong, um, so yes, that was Lucy Dreaming, issue one of five, uh, thank you guys so much for sticking with me for this many episodes, however many it is, um, I appreciate it, I keep putting it out, because you keep listening to it, and let's be honest, I'd probably put it out even if you weren't. So, on that note, you guys know where to find me. You've found me already. Um, leave me a rating if you want, but also I don't really care because I don't read them. Um, so, you could uh, find me at Comic BS. You can find me at the BG Boy. They're both on the Twitters. Or you can email me at Comic BS at, la- nope, at iCloud.com. Uh, I think that's all you can find me because I don't like to go onto Facebook because I keep that shit personal. Um, so, guys, thanks very much for having me. I, I go to newpopworldorder.com as well. There's lots of shows over there. And I guess that's all the comic BS I have for this week. I have been Beach. Peace out, motherfuckers. I can feel it. I can taste it. I can make it. Say you will. In this dream, I have them staring off a balcony.
started. And we'll get it started. And we'll get it started.